You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, it's World Series Series champion, Dallas Cowboy lover, Graham Trainer. Oh, Jackie boy, the picks, the picks were coming. From season to season, we do the same damn thing. It's beautiful. The playoffs are gone, and McCarthy's still your coach. But when yay suck, the postseason has started. For Jerry won't die and give me a real coachy. Mm-hmm. If I am dead as dead, well, maybe... You were, you were just writing loser poetry. Is that what you've been doing all week, dude? It was, this is it a was classic. Gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Classic, classic limerick from um, twenty or I don't know, eleventh century Ireland or something. Oh, um, sang, the thing is, this is deja vu. I sang the same song a year ago, and then the year before that, I think that was the first time I brought it out. So we've done the same damn thing every year since 97 mm-hmm. but the Dak song is three years old and I, I get to sing it every year it's like christmas it's like christmas my birthday martin luther king Dak song <laughs> <laughs> yeah that looked bad i'm not gonna lie i watched the whole thing um why why well I, I like i told you before we got on the show i tweaked my back trying to put my plow back on the truck mm. and i had to sit down for probably 10 hours before i got up and Ooh. I watched all of that game. There was nothing else to do. So yeah, I wish Dak Dak would have sat down for ten hours on the bench. See Trey Lance play, you know, just see what the future looks like. How? So we're we're feeling pretty down as a Cowboys fan now. Dak Prescott, are, yes, you should. Dak, Dak never Prescott been. is uh, the issue, right? Like we're looking at the issue is I Dak mean, Prescott in the playoffs. It, uh, not really. I mean, you are know, you a coach like, away? Are you a GM away? We're a dead, yeah, we're a dead <laughs> owner away. That's from that's being really good at football. Again? I hate to be more. Yes, yes. If oh, they, uh, man. well, I don't know. If Stephen Jones, if if little Nepo boy uh, gets a promotion when Daddy goes in the ground, I mean, he might just want to do the same thing and not. People are like, "Oh, Belichick, a perfect fit." I'm like, "There's no effing no way. way, no way. Those those two can coexist." So maybe, but maybe Stephen Jones would decide to be a family man, not, you know, hook up with prostitutes, play with his kids and say, I'd rather Bill Belichick manages everything. And I don't know I can step away a bit more than my dad did when he was a terrible human being. Uh, it's not Dak's fault. It's not, a, I mean, for, uh, since I mean, two pick see, sixes the, looked really bad. Well, pretty, one, one, bad. Pick, one pick six. The other one was called back again. What you're thinking of Joe Flacco, Super Bowl champion. Um, <laughs> playoff wins since uh this is in state stuff playoff because i always compare my life to houston uh, yeah um sports uh since the inaugural season in 20 2002 excuse me uh four playoff wins for the cowboys five playoff wins for the texans so Ooh. it's not it's not all Dak's fault Ooh. it's not all mike mccarthy's fault it's jerry jones's fault and yeah it was cute to have jimmy johnson night this year and 
prove that you have a bigger, less, or you're a bigger boy than you should be. Soft in his old age. Yeah, I mean, but it's just there's so much dark magic that was used. (laughs) Giving Jimmy Johnson a night in the middle of the season is not going to help things. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Should I would have the only thing I would have saved, saved should they save that night for a Sunday? Should they say oh, because it was a Saturday night? No, it's I mean it's a Saturday night. I hope they partied after and had fun that night. You know, no, no, they, should they save the mm-hmm. save the um Jimmy Johnson night for the playoff game? Oh. Use the uh, use oh, the you're, say, then. you're saying that would have use the voodoo then. I guess so. I guess so. I you know. I don't think that Roger Goodell is going to be as inclined to want to have a full on eligibility gate cheating situation that happened that night because the lions got screwed out of winning that game. I just, you know, the Packers, the Packers were already done beating the hell out of the Cowboys by um, two minutes into the second quarter. So that would have been a tough look. (laughs) I'm glad Jimmy had a, a fun night, whether it was an actual quote unquote win. Sorry, dude. Glad we got that. Home, glad we got that home field advantage. Yeah, that really from the, from out. the Lions. Um. Yeah. Well, they had a good game plan. Green Bay had a good game plan. You oh, know? Green Bay did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was called run the ball and not get stopped and pass to people that were wide open. It was. It worked really well. Yeah, I mean, if we had Trayvon Diggs, we would have won the Super Bowl. Oh, so we're going. We're blaming injuries. Like no other team has <laughs> been injured this season. Mm-mm. Not like the Cowboys. <laughs> says every franchise every franchise says that yeah i don't know i mean this is and mccarthy uh apparently is gonna keep his job oh is that i, I mean like you know there yeah, was, like, there was like there was like 24 hours where that was a concern mike mccarthy should be fired three 12 win seasons in a row you're you mean a concern for other teams like if they actually make a change it might help the cowboys and nobody wants to see that happen but if they yeah. keep him, then everybody else is happy. You're happy yes. as a Saints fan because yes. they're going to keep McCarthy because of the complacency that Fat Walrus. Uh, he really has yeah. trouble. He really has trouble prepping for playoffs. Potty mouths. Potty mouths coming. Yeah. I mean, you know. He's, yeah. he's like bad I at already... him. He's like really bad at him. But y'all <laughs> should keep him. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Really, really looking forward to it. I mean, he did win a Super Bowl in 2010, so you know, got to give him the benefit. Sixteen games, sixteen games win streak at home, just smashed by the Packers, the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Man, it just seemed like the ball was bouncing every way for Green Bay. You know, they just ran that for 12 yards at a time. Like, how often does that happen against the best defense in the NFL at home? Mm. Yeah. And that, and that and there lies my good news, my good news or not, not my good news of the week my silver lining, Aaron Rodgers couldn't do even get this team to the playoffs. And, so, he, and he subtracted. Not, and he subtracted. Turn the page. Okay. All right. Turn maybe. The page next year. Next year, this season, um, I have no football team. I'm not rooting for UVA. Mm-hmm. I'm not rooting for the Cowboys. I'm not pretending yeah. like I'm going. I, I will. I will. You know, you can bet with your. You bet with you. I'm going to bet. I'm not going to worry about the Cowboys. I'm going to, I don't even like, I don't, like last week, I didn't even pick the Cowboys with my heart. I picked it with my, you know, when they're like, stop thinking with your D. Yeah. Like, I think I, I was picking with my D. Not, I, I have no heart for my cat, for the Cowboys. Damn. My head thinks against them. My yeah. heart hates them. Yeah. And I'm only just trying to have an ego thing of like, oh, they got to do it sometime. I'm done. It's over. 
Man, no football? That stinks, dude. Football is fun. Well, there's fantasy, no, fantasy football and gambling. I'm just, I'm done with, like, loyalties. You know, our guy, Rosillo, he's like, I don't really actually have any sort of Loyalty fandom. anymore? He talks about he's the a, Boston yeah, Celtics been, all the time. Well, with football, though, with the Patriots, he's just kind of like, as a, uh, as a radio show podcast guy, it's like you kind of, like, detach yourself from actually having... Well, I, a lot of like, all right, let's talk about this carried. here. Here's, here's something. How many fans do you think the Patriots are going to lose with the retirement of Bill Belichick? I feel like they lost half of their fan base when Tom Brady went to the Bucks, and mm-hmm. a quarter of that fan base started cheering for the Bucks all the way from Boston. Now that Bill Belichick's retired and the Patriots are seemingly in the middle of a rebuild mediocrity stage of their you know, newfound coaching system, higher, whatever it is. I think that fan base is going to plummet. Then we're going to stop hearing from them. I'm over them. So there you go. We'll, we'll stop hearing from, them. I don't think it's going to be a generational thing where uh, daddies, daddies and grampies decide like, I'm going to stop rooting for the Patriots and pass I bet down you people, my, I bet you people my age will stop rooting for the Pats because they didn't have Tom Brady. Cause they've had Tom openly, Brady for 17 openly years. Openly you're like, you mean like they're not going to wear? Uh, stop following the team. Yeah, Bruce. jerseys to bars and wearing beanies over a hoodie. No, what are they going to? What are they going to do instead? Are they going to become? I don't know. Fans of what? I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's going to happen. Like, I just don't think they love football like we love football. Like we've we've been in the grind here. All right. So like because they're going to have lack of success, I bet you the lack of interest plummets for them that's fair so you think they're gonna they, like they just care don't about have their it. fantasy yeah they, they just don't and... they just don't have the like stick through with your team in the hard times like you don't okay. you don't have that right now you don't have one <laughs> cell of your body wants to cheer for the cowboys i'm in kind of like burn it all down and rebuild mode they just you know like the the pats are built fans are built different in a bad way yeah, it's the yeah I know Leah. It's the sob it's the, it's that sob Gen Z stuff. I get it, but like I can see. I mean, okay, if we're going to talk about the Patriots, the Patriots can get Marvin Harrison Jr. and acquire like some splashy like we can talk ourselves into Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's got something left in the tank, and then all of a sudden you have Patriots fans like talking themselves back into a big season. Well, I mean, that's what isn't that isn't that what everybody does? I don't think the Pats is, do that. I'm, they I'm, picked up. I mean, Gerard Mayo was kind of a. That's a cool hire. You know, it's like the guy won like two or three Super Bowls with them. You know, it's not like they went out and got like a little uh, little dork who does who just kind of. It just looks like a guy that you would. They 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 hired within. They got a legend of their team as their, okay. as their coach. I, I don't think they're as bad. They're not as bad a shape as the Cowboys fans. Okay. All right. It's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. So when do you think you're gonna like football again, May? <laughs> Is that the draft? Yeah, I like it. Again. <laughs> yeah, April. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I'm gonna watch the games this weekend. I love, I love football. I just, I just can't, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> You're getting old, man. It's too, getting too much wear and tear. All right, we should, uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, Murtaugh. You know, it's just the whole, whole officer Murtaugh thing. You know, just I'm too old for this. Yeah, too old for this, Riggs. Um. Okay. Let's get to the huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you're stuck on, your quote slash question of the week, and your goat of the week. Trainer. Oh, excuse me. And after we do the huddle, we're going to do the pick them for the playoffs. So stick around for that. Trainer, give me your good news of the week. 
acres quarter dozen we're down to a quarter of a dozen games it's mm-hmm. sad because i do love football uh my good news is uh brandon aubrey scored the most points in a single season in cowboys history with 157 uh passing game smith just kidding i don't care i saw that stat and i wanted to be like is this something jerry is going to talk himself and be like it was such a successful season we had the highest scoring player in 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 Cowboys, uh, you know, Wait, season who, history, which who is was? like, you know, I just, who was the, our, our kicker, our kicker. He had a great season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You broke up there. So your kicker had the most points in NFL history in a single season. That shows that you're not scoring touchdowns. My sarcastic good news. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all should score more touchdowns. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's I'm a good sorry. point. I'm sorry. Hey, if, yeah. you're, if your kicker's no the, extra points. the leading score, it's like, uh, uh, uh-oh. So uh, let's let's get your real good news. If that was your sarcastic good news, sure. Eagles lost. Yeah, the they NFC did. least <laughs> did. The lost N- NFC least is back, folks. They did lose bad. It was it was pathetic. It was a good way to end the weekend. Seeing seeing our boy Baker sling it. It's not um, our boy. Sirianni. It's not our boy. It's your boy Baker. Okay. Well, I mean, did the, you see Lincoln the, Riley was sponsors. at the game? Lincoln Riley was at the game. Yeah. What is he doing there? Well, old, I co- old coach. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't figure it out either. Old coach of Baker and old coach of Jalen. Oh yes, yes, that's, that's a good point. And then the Eagles forgot to tackle. That was that was a lot. The internet said that a lot. Lincoln Riley yeah. shows up to one game, and the Eagles forget how to tackle. It's like boom. <laughs> that's a good boom. point. It's roasted Lincoln nerd. And then Nick Sirianni gets popcorn dumped on him. Some guy gets arrested. Now we're seeing the. Um, it was. I like uh, this video. It was a uh, eagle on eagle crime. It was you going. I mean, are you surprised? No, no, fans, not at all. That's still, a good point. Philadelphia fans are doing that. Yeah, um, yeah. Misery loves company. I'd say a little bit of a tough look. I saw a, a, a picture from the game of Eagles fans with brown bags on their head in, in Tampa Bay. I'm like, did you? Are you? You guys won a Super Bowl five years ago? Like, stop! And you went to the Super Bowl last year. Stop being so, so spoiled brats. And you bring brown <laughs> so bags selfish. to this game, so selfish. just in case. Well, just in case you can like. It gets out of hand. You can just be like a you're prepped. martyr. You're prepped and ready. I hate these fans so much. Um, we only, They only won 12 games this year, or was it? No, 11 games, dude. It's it's tough being a fan of a uh, team that wins 11 games. You know you know about that. You've won, you won one more than they did, 12 games. <laughs> Gosh, y'all yeah, had a tough. Started, started, started 10-1. It's pretty wild. The, the one thing, another misery loves company. I don't want to hurt your feelings with your, with your Washington shirt on, but yeah, the Seahawks got eliminated. Um, Washington last shirt week. on. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Washington Huskies. Washington Huskies. Huskies got got uh, cheated out of a championship by Jim Harbaugh and um, what's his name? Kalen DeBoer. No, the other guy. The, Harbaugh. The Stallion. Connor Stallion. Pete Carroll got fired. He got promoted to head office or executive stuff. And then Kaler, yeah, Kalen DeBoer went to uh, – Alabama, which I'm sure we'll get into. So we will, we will. My good news of the Tough. week: the Saints have fired Pete Carmichael. Now, if you don't know who that is, that is the Saints' offensive coordinator, and basically they fired the entire offensive staff. He was the longest tenured uh, OC in the NFL, but it was time for him to go, and someone needed to get Lord. the blame. Someone needed to get the blame, and he got the blame, and Dennis Allen got to keep his job. So that's where the Saints are. They're in. Blame finger pointing, blame the offensive coordinator, fire all them, and then everything should be better. The Dennis Allen saved his job for a year, I guess. Someone mm-hmm. had to get fired. Wait, 
Yeah, not not the whole offense. They didn't fire Derek Carr though. I'm glad they didn't fire Jameis after um, Neil Gate in insubordination. Um, we love that. I Pete, wait, sorry, Carmichael. Did he? What was his tenure? Did he? He came over from San Diego with Drew Brees, and then coached and has been there since like what 2008 or nine. Is that right? Wow. So wait, he's a Super Bowl champion offensive coordinator. Yes, he is. Yes. He never got any looks at a man. He must be a bad interviewer. He never got any any looks at an interview. I mean, for head coaching, I didn't even like heard his name in those circles going back. You know, I think he coached. I think he was head coach of the Saints while Sean Payton was suspended. Is that right? Oh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I can, I'll look I don't it up. Know. He's, yeah, he sounds like, um, what's our boy's name? Offensive coordinator. Benemy. Eric Benemy. Yeah. Just like, no. Must, yeah, must not have no any personality whatsoever or something. I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of la- names that I, I, uh, I don't, I don't recognize all these QB coaches and stuff like that. Um, but any, something, something fresh or, or let me find a positive fact about the new hire. Whether it's John Gruden or Ken Dorsey, just a couple of names thrown out there. And let me point to them. And if it's not the big splashy name, excuse me, it's definitely not going to be Gruden or Dorsey. But if we don't get a big splashy name, if we get one of those regular dudes, point to something, be like, oh, he's a QB whisperer. Oh, he is, he's a great zone, zone blocking scheme. Like, let me point at something Mm. and have that hope in me until it ultimately fails next season. But I'm like, oh, He's really good at getting the athletes in space. Like, something like that. You know what I mean? I just need something to hold on to when I fall asleep at night. Zone zone running sounds great to me. That's what I want. How about that? So, when you're, yeah, when you're falling asleep, Hillary, Hillary's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And you're, you're passing out and you're like, oh, athletes in space. <laughs> athletes in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't wait. Wait, so how about this? How okay. about um, Dennis Allen? You said John Gruden and Ken Dorsey. Dennis Allen becomes the new Nick Saban with Rehab U. He gets John Gruden's career back on the right track. They have they reached out to John Gruden. They requested an interview. But I don't want to get ahead a cart in front of the horse, you know. Well, that means that means there's a Derek Carr connection, so that's like ten more years of Derek Carr you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. And and sexual harassment and Okay, well, give me a critical number of the week. I almost sold John my soul. It's John Gruden. John Gruden. Yeah, he's got a great. He had a great bid on NFL draft picks. I love that bit. Hey, I'd rather have. I mean, he'd be perfect for under Jerry's system. Zy, ben- you know how how good the Zy banana was going to be when Taysom Hill is on the rece- receiving end of that, dude. It's going to be so sick. Thirteen. Thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. Um, <clears throat> make sure I say this correctly. Most consecutive playoff appearances. Not like consecutive seasons, but most times going to the, the playoffs within a, a time, time frame without getting to a conference championship game. That is the Dallas Cowboys now Ooh. with from 1996 to present day, 13 playoff appearances in that time frame without going to the title game. Second on that list, the Dolphins, 94 mm. to 2002 with Mr. 2022, excuse me, still, still ongoing. So they're in second place, uh, neck and neck. Uh, with Marino and all the quarterbacks they've had, and then 94 to 2017. There there was some Brody Croyle years. There's even uh, Joe Montana years back then. So a lot of great <laughs> history. The Cowboys are, you know, we're painting stuff that went back to 96. I've I've done this to death, the whole 90, 97 
it, it's all been garbage since then. I mean, it was garbage when Barry, <laughs> anyway, Barry Switzer took over. Jimmy Johnson night was a waste of time. All right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, I, I felt you. I was there. I was there for you. All right, my critical number there is, is the amount. All right, follow me here. Okay. There are a lot of Alabama players going into the portal, and it seems a little overwhelming. Now, just to put it in context a little bit, Alabama seems to be the only school that is in the portal, but that's not true. For everyone else, the portal is closed, but this rule applies to the teams who have lost their head coach. They allow kids to insert the transfer portal within 30 days of the announcement that the coach is moving on. So Bama is under the microscope a little bit, so I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to panic, trainer, when our best players go on the portal, okay? Yes, good. So what I'm this is how I'm spinning it. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into the portal to leverage the Alabama boosters for even more money. And if that is so... Let's get together a package for Caleb Downs. We cannot lose Caleb Downs on defense. He quietly had the best freshman year a freshman has ever had on the Alabama defense by breaking the all-time tackle tackle record for a true freshman. He is in the portal, and my critical number is the amount that we have to pay that man, we pay that man. Does that make sense? Yes. Pay so, that man his money. Like a, like a quarterback, like uh, now it's going to be how much money is um, is Jordan Love going to get? Pay him, all, pay him all he's worth right now. Do it. Yeah. Just for yeah. the love of God, do not lose Caleb Downs. I don't think Jalen Milrow will go into the portal because I'm not sure where Jalen Milrow would end up, right? Like he might end up on like NC State or something. I, I mean, he's a good quarterback, but people aren't following, falling over themselves to come scoop him up unless it's like a oh an ACC team or a middle-of-the-road Big Ten team, Nebraska maybe, because they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like really, uh, they, really they, Caleb Downs, like really, really need Caleb Downs. He is a very violent football player, and I love him. Yeah, Dylan Monroe. I don't want to call him a system quarterback, but he's definitely like they're getting the most out of him in Alabama. Kind of like McCord. He went from Ohio State. The best offer he could get outside of that was Syracuse. Like yeah. I feel like Dylan Monroe's better than McCord. I'm not saying that, but I agree with you that like maybe Jalen Rose top offer would come from like UCLA or yeah, like a mid tier big 10 team. Maybe, I mean, maybe Penn state would take him, you know, like I, but I, I don't, I think he's saying, didn't he already say roll tide and do a couple like big elephant trunk signals and say, I'm here to stay. Uh, the beard, the boards, the beard. Sure. sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that as confirmation. All right. Give me your uh, stuck on this week. Well, do you know what, how much money it's going to take? Or is it just no, like, who knows? Like no. I, top NIL money? Yeah, It's going to be something. Uh, people would fall over themselves to get to Caleb Downs. They would. 100%. Yeah. Texas would scoop him up in a heartbeat. Oh, my. Uh, sorry, I'm stuck on, the, stuck on this week. It's kind of like not surprised that it was year. I know it kind of it kind of got overblown. Back It was, it was backup, uh, year of the backup in the NFL. But I'm stuck on how it's like moved into the playoffs, especially on the NFC side, because one of these four quarterbacks is going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, what's uh, dating candidate number one, following a seven and six season and a loss in the Cheez-It Bowl, Purdy entered the NFL draft where he would be picked 262nd. 
Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. Jordan Love. Jordan Love, while backing up MVP Aaron Rodgers, Love threw one TD and two interceptions in a week 17 loss to the Lions. He's here. He's going in the second round. Jared Goff threw for 19 touchdowns and eight interceptions as Detroit finished the year with a 3-13 and one record. Lions would pick second in the NFL draft. That wasn't that long ago, which is pretty wild. No. Um, Baker Mayfield, we all know his story, threw for 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions as Cleveland finished the season with an 8-9 record. He would be traded that offseason. So, one of these guys is going to the Super Bowl. One of these guys could potentially beat the AFC team. And, yeah, it's only fitting. I like that, especially yeah. on the NFC side. The AFC side seems to have a little more stability at the position. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you have it. C.J. Stroud. Lamar. Lamar. Stroud's the worst. I guess you could say he's the—he's not the worst. He's the least experienced. The rest are all MVPs or, let's see, Mahomes. Two Super Bowls, one MVP. Allen, top two, top three MVP voting every year. Been Not yep. been in an AFC championship game. No, been to one. Right, that that ridiculous game with yeah, against Kansas City. Yeah, and then Lamar's won probably two MVPs. Yeah, within a, the next month. So, yeah, CJ Stroud, rookie of the year, though. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I can't. No one else. No one else even comes to mind. Rookie of the year. No, nobody in the Cowboys. Oh Jesus! Um, all right, my stuck on is Kalen DeBoer is the new Alabama football coach. He's bringing basically his entire Washington staff and hiring some people to be his defensive coordinator that were formerly head coaches. So the University of South Alabama head coach, he is going to be the defensive coordinator along with Maurice Lindquist, who was the Buffalo head coach. He's going to be a co-defensive coordinator. He, they are retaining running the running backs coach and def, defensive line coach, which everybody knows who Freddie Roach is if you're an Alabama fan. So there is some guys that have been there under the Saban rule. It just seems like they're kind of missing the guy who has done it before that has acquired all the ex, like experience of what it's like to win titles. Like Jim, when Texas A&M hired Jimbo Fisher, he had a title. When Alabama hired Nick Saban, he had a title. Brian Kelly, when he was hired at LSU, has at least been in the playoff a number of times. Kalen DeBoer just seems like one of those guys who's had a meteoric rise and somehow ended up in the college football playoff this year because of the reassurgence of Michael Penix. And I just don't know. That's where I'm stuck. That's that's it. Like we're hiring Alabama's mm-hmm. hiring up and comers, and we're trying to catch lightning in a bottle again. And all that being said, I guess this is the best situation Alabama could have had because the the guy following the guy, we said it last week, doesn't want that job. Unless you're like Kalen DeBoer and you're like, well, I could just take my shot here. What's the worst that could happen? I'll be head coach of the Big 12 somewhere? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, guess this, is, this is our guy right now, trainer. I'm really talking myself into this. <laughs> I'm just kind of being quiet know, so you can talk to, talk to yourself for a minute. Yeah. Like, this is what's like, happening. This is my do life. I like, do I like him like him? I'm still um, mourning. I'm still in mourning. So, but hey, 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 it's my, it's my week. Oh, right, right, right. God, I'm burying my, I'm burying my people this week. And then we can, to, next week we'll do a, a combined wake party <laughs> on FaceTime. All right. Um, okay, okay, okay. You said he's bringing guys from Washington. 
Yeah, right? the offensive coordinator, like a receivers coach. So they're taking so, they're taking demotions to so follow him to Alabama. I know it's Alabama football, and I know that yeah, there's some a, of them are yeah. Pers- that's cool. Uh, you got guys. I know it's South Alabama and Buffalo, not Buffalo Bills, but Buffalo University. Those guys are taking demotions from head coach to coordinator. Yeah, it's Alabama. There's prestige, but that's cool. I, I think that there's some good uh, trajectory there, at least. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, we're, I mean, especially with the everyone entering the transfer portal, it's just gonna we're gonna have to wait till spring. And what I think you're gonna see is I think a lot of the secondary is leaving. I think DeBoer is bringing over at least one of his guys, that um, Muhammad kid, number one, who was everywhere against Michigan. Pretty sure he's in the transfer portal and he's going to hmm. come to Alabama. That could be that could be really helpful if we had a lockdown corner. And you said you, you're you a little worried that you don't have guys that have been there before and won a title, right? In, yeah, in the key in the key. Position yeah. like like when like like when the like when the Cowboys hired Mike McCarthy who had won a title with the Packers. Yeah, yeah that's something to be excited that. about. You need something that. To, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Give me your quote <laughs> slash question of the week. All right. He's a cool dude. Defensive back Devonta Smith said he met with me for two hours and it wasn't just about football. He wants to get to know us. Any of these cats? I like that cats. That's a young kid yeah. using the cats. Cats. They're thinking about leaving, need to meet with him immediately. And if they still want to leave, then they are idiots and we don't need them. So there's your uh, Bonta mm-hmm. Smith defensive back. What is he? A sophomore or junior? That's that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. yeah. De- don't be an idiot. Deburriers. De- don't be an idiot is what he's saying. All right. Everybody should listen to him. Don't yeah. be an idiot. Um, we're going to stick with the Alabama theme, I guess, since uh, we're already talking about it. Our question of the week is, everyone says that Nick Saban is going to jump to television, but let's toy with the idea of him becoming the commissioner of college football. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're screaming for an, uh, an enforcement board or some, some sort of commissioner, and let's just have Lord Commissioner Saban. Yeah, much better use of his time. And uh, who were we talking about earlier? Um, who's your guy, your Bama guy? You said back up the truck for him, the Brinks truck. Oh, DeBoer. Not, not DeBoer. Yeah, Kalen Downs. Downs. Give back up the Brinks truck whatever it takes to create this position and pay Nick Saban whatever amount it takes to get him as a commissioner to clean up the, the Wyatt Earp. I didn't, know. The Wyatt I didn't Earp. know it was this chaotic, you know? Like I, th- everyone was like, "Oh, it's chaos! It's chaos! This, that, that, and the other." And I was like, "Oh, well, glad I'm st- that I have stability and I don't have to pay attention to this." Now that I'm paying attention to it, I'm like, "Whoa! Wait a minute! This, <laughs> this is chaotic! NIL, transfer portal, what's next?" Like I'm freaking out. No, he's getting, Saban's getting out at the right time of being a coach. That is. All right, come here. Go to the week. Well, I had a question, actually, first. Not a question for you, but this is almost a quote. It's just so funny. Uh, when Todd Bowles was asked from a dumbass reporter whether he was worried about the Bucks playing in cold Detroit, frigid winter weather, he said, you do know we play indoors, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that reporter was like, it's my first day. It's uh, Should be his last. It's my first day, and the fact I just saw – all the teams in the Northeast play and it looked very cold. So Detroit, North, cold, yes, okay. Cold weather question. Who, who's giving these jobs to people? Um, <laughs> uh, my goat, I got goats, 
all caps, and I got goats. All my right. goats, my, goats. My good goats. Like, goats. Greatest of all times. I got Jordan Love, CJ Stroud tied yeah. with their playoff debuts. Uh, Jordan Love, 16 to 21, 272 yards, three touchdowns, a one point, 157.2 passer rating. CJ Stroud, 16 to 21, 274 yards, three touchdowns, 157.2 passer rating. Beat probably Dallas at home, top defense. Browns on the road. Browns a top defense no matter where they play. Yes. Very impressive. Yeah. Those those are, are we looking at the next generation? Like we said that a bunch, but especially with uh Mahomes, Allen, well, Herbert, yeah. Lamar. Right. Are we looking at the next generation in the N- NFC? Love and Oh. And Stroud. I guess Stroud's in the AFC, but like I guess the the next next generation. Yeah, I mean Right, it's cool. These I'm guys tired suck. of Green Bay being good. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm just tired of that. I think they're. I, well, we'll get. I don't want to spoil the. I don't. Know, well, I kind of think they're going to. They're blow. Their doors blown off in San Francisco, but I do think it's cool. These guys kind of snuck in. Like, yeah, all we do is talk about Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, and um, Lamar, and who am I forgetting? Burrow and Burr, Burr, Burr. Oh, Herbert, Jordan Love, and CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, obviously, second pick. But it was just like no one like knew why. it was this good. Yeah, he failed his wonderlick, and he said like he misspelled something, or and like <laughs> and then Jordan Love was picked. They did it the right way with him. Yep. Uh, twenty twenty only play only quarterback from that twenty twenty draft still left in the playoffs. So yeah, impressive. Yeah. All right, give me your goat of the week. Or excuse me, give me your other goats that oh, you goats, mentioned. Goats, goats. Uh, Bulls fans booing the Widow Kraus. Not what? good luck. What? Jerry Krause, Jerry, Jerry Krause um, hated, especially because of the last dance, last dance played yes. him to be the emperor Palpatine of that television show and the Bulls like declined as a dynasty. He also won six titles. He also yep. brought in Phil Jackson. He also yep. brought in Jordan Pippen and don't forget Alt Rodman and all those guys. And yeah, it, it went sour at the end, but that's also Michael Jordan's ridiculous ego. He's also an a-hole. So <laughs> not a good look to boo a woman who's in her 80s whose husband died within the past year you know like at like a fun night when steve kerr and all these guys come back and even michael jordan did a stupid like zoom in video because he's too cool to be there in person um just not yeah i just thought it was not a good sour. i was like not a good i like luck. chicago i like chicago fans so i felt like this is a very philly moment that yeah, was, was, that's what uh, i was about to say some sort of lower tier fair fan base like philadelphia yeah. who tried to fight their power forward, Mike Scott, in a parking lot who was from Washington, D.C. area and had a red uh, commander's jersey on. Right. So, yeah, get it together, Chicago. My go to the week. The Cubs, the Cubs won a Super the, the Super Bowl. The Cubs won a World Series in your lifetimes. Chill out. Yeah, everybody calm down. All right. My go to the week is Gunnar Phillips. He's the eldest son of Philip Rivers. He was a freshman. What? He's a freshman All-American at his high school. First, first son. He's got seven girls and three boys. The other boys are like Phillips Gunner. That's pretty awesome. Gunner, what, what's his last name? Rivers. Rivers. Excuse me. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Gunner. Oh, I was like, Gunner, wait. He, is his dad? Is his Gunner dad Rivers? <laughs> Gunner Rivers. Philip Rivers' son. Ah, I jumbled okay, all cool. that up. I was Wade Phillips' grandson or something. Wade Gunner. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway. I blew it. 
I blew it. I thought it was a cool fact, and I screwed it up, trainer. All right, let's get into the Baker's Dozen. I was nitpicky. I thought – I also thought Philip Rivers had 12 daughters and no sons. Seven so girls and no three idea. boys. I think the other boy is, is four years old. And the newest boy is like three months old. Next, and then there's seven Alabama, girls in between. Alabama Crimson Tide offensive coordinator in 2028. I love all of that. Ball. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, on, get into the, let's get into the Baker's Dozen. Now, we'll be able to fit all of this onto the regular radio broadcast. And if you haven't heard, we do have a podcast wherever podcasts are available, Teton Sports Talk. Sometimes we, it runs a little long, and we tell you to download the podcast. Well, if you listen to us on the radio, just stick with us. And we're going to do the Baker's Dozen, which is not dozen of games anymore. It's Baker's Quarter Dozen, you said? How many games is that? Six? Quarter quarter of uh, 13 is about four, so we have four games. Oh, man. Boy, am I dumb. That sounded really dumb. Carry, carry the four. Six, yep. Mm-hmm. Divide by two. Yep. So let's just get into it. The number four-seeded Texans are at the number one-seeded Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson hadn't played in three weeks. The Ravens are favored by nine. C.J. Stroud and Lamar Jackson both are pretty cold-blooded quarterbacks. They make plays happen. The Ravens are kind of looking for some playoff success. Some people say that Lamar can't win the big one. Let's see what happens. Will the storyline of C.J. Stroud, this unbelievable rookie, go into the Ravens and able to take one from the Ravens? Or the the Texans just happy to be there? What say you, Trainer? I I don't get the – I definitely don't get the – I get more of a Packers going to Niners. They're happy to be here than I do with the Texans. I feel like the Texans are out for some blood. Okay. I think I like this that. is a massive spread. Way too high, in my opinion. Um, I do like the Texans to cover this nine. I think saw something earlier where Lamar's Jackson has never gotten above the over-under, which is 43 and a half, which actually ties into the spread because if you can't get above the 43 and a half, then the two combined scores will probably be pretty close. Does that make sense? Yep. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah, so 24-20 type game. Um, I think the, I think the Ravens will win. I think Lamar will advance. But, yeah, I do think that getting Mark Andrews back is – he's kind of overpaid. He, I feel like they Ooh. kind of do fine without without him, like with Isaiah Likely. And, yeah, Flowers and OBJ, they'll make enough plays. They'll run out the clock at the end of the game. Um, but I think CJ will have a – yeah, I think Demeco will bring a pretty good defense into there run the ball. Singletary's done an admirable job. Yep. Had a good game last week. Um, yeah, I'm impressed with Houston. I'm, I'm sad that, well, I don't dislike the Texans. I just, I hate the Astros. Mm-hmm. Don't like the Rockets, but James Harden's on the Rockets anymore. So it kind of helps things. Yeah. Okay. I, where is James? Who Harden? do you have? Where, where is no James idea. Harden these days? Is he in Phil- Philly? No, no. He's he might the- be back in Houston. Clippers. He's on the Clippers. Duh. Duh. Okay. Um, oh man, I just want to, I just don't know if CJ Stroud has it, but it seemed like he really did the Texans to cover minus nine. I I was going to save the Packers did look good against the Niners, but the, the, uh, not going to look as good. Give me the Texans to cover this spread. I like CJ Stroud. I was going to apply this to the Packers. I think the Niners. So let's just move on. I'm sorry. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. Let's not move on. The Texans, with everything you said, the Texans should cover this spread. 
they are that yeah, good. I, it, I just wonder at what point first-year head coach, rookie quarterback, how far that gets to him against a Super Bowl-winning coach with a two-time NFL MVP quarterback. I just don't know if minus nine is where this stops. And that's what Vegas is saying. Vegas is saying, Cinderella, you're you're over, especially with the spreads we have with the Texans and the Packers. Packers being the seventh seed. They're both a nine-point spread against a number one seed. But the Texans seem way different than the Packers. The Packers beat up on a bad Cowboys team. And and uh, so give me the Texans to cover. Let's move on to the Packers. Packers are playing at the number one Niners. Niners are favored by nine. I think Vegas has this right. I don't think Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur are, are have the athletes that the Niners have. And are they're obviously not as well-rested as the Niners. But the Niners have dudes, and the Packers have only a couple of dudes. And I'm going to go with the Niners where they have more dudes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How's that um, analysis? It's, it's great. More dudes. More dudes. <laughs> more they, have dudes. A, they have a great – yeah. I mean, Jared Alexander can obviously – Make this game hard for Purdy. Obviously, the Niners' defense is, is a lot better. It's more talented, more dudes, like you said. The one Trent thing Williams, that Trent Williams, yeah, they got the weapons. Purdy and Shanahan. Love, or yeah, we'll just say Purdy and Love are kind of tied for being as good as one another right now. I think Love has a higher ceiling than Purdy, but Purdy just has a better team. McCaffrey's better. McCaffrey's better than Aaron Jones. Um, I. I know you want Green Bay to stop winning, but I also want San Francisco to be good. Like the, these are the two, of the, these are two of the Cowboys' biggest non-NFC East rivals. So this, this is, is a tough an all-time like, all-time uniform game. Yeah, this is uh, Steve Young and Brett Favre, um, Aaron Rodgers, and I guess uh, Kaepernick or whoever. Um, that being said, to make this fun, I got we got I got to make a move somewhere because I'm one game behind you on the pick them. And I do really want the Packers to do something Aaron Rodgers couldn't do with him is beat the Niners. He was like, Oh, and four, Oh, and five or something oh. against an anti, I'm at least going to, I'm at least going to say Packers cover. Now I'm going to, I'm going to flip at least they're going to cover. So I like, I like the anti Aaron Rodgers angle by picking the Packers. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. I hate Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to pick the Packers to succeed without him. That makes and, sense. You know, at some point you go, you, you got a, uh, you got a uh, Matt Lafleur was Kyle Shanahan's one of his top. Uh, he and he and McVeigh were two of his like best underlings, under his tutelage, underlings. Yeah, proteges. Um, sometimes you know, great um, Kirby Smart beats Nick Saban, so maybe it'll happen. But I'm at least gonna say they'll cover. All How right, all right, I like that. The four seated Bucks. Who just just dismantled dismantled the Eagles? They're oh my god! Are they going to fire Nick Sirianni? Are they that crazy? It's quiet. Um, McCarthy, thankfully, is coming back. Um, <laughs> okay. Sirianni, I was like, haven't heard, yeah, haven't heard, wait, haven't heard anything. Uh, he's getting he's getting roasted. I think they should give Sirianni. He's obnoxious, and he sucks as a person. But I think that. They should give him the benefit of the doubt with one more year without his two coordinators and see if he really, really can't do it for two years straight. I think that's Matt Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. I mean, that was that was a dumb idea. All right. Anyway, so the Bucks, the Bucks are at the Lions, the three-seeded Lions. The Lions are hosting a second playoff game after winning their first one. 
since uh, a Bush administration or something. 91, 91. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, HW, correct. And so it felt really good that they beat the Rams last week, especially with the storyline behind Matt Stafford. The, I took away from the Lions beating the Rams that Matt Stafford is the toughest quarterback in NFL history. He's actually hurt more times than Ben Roethlisberger thinks he's hurt. Like, the man is a warrior, and all due respect to Matthew Stafford. The Bucks. Uh, Baker Mayfield looks good. He he just he just does, and he looked good against a bad Philadelphia secondary. The Lions kind of have a holy secondary as well. Six and a half seems like a lot. Bucks covered this spread, right? There, uh, something something Six earlier and a half. to the point. Just yeah, I know, I know. I did like this. There was something earlier about we were talking about the or I was talking about the NFC quarterbacks where they were not so long ago. And there Baker Mayfield, there was a, a picture of Baby him when he was on the pa- on the Panthers for that hot minute. Yeah. Where he was he was running, he's down in a three-point stance running um defensive line plays on the scout team. Just maybe he get hurt, but he's a quarterback. But it's just like wild to think about on that Panthers, on his Panthers uh stint they had him doing stuff like that and now he's in the second round of the playoffs um i'll say this i'll great... say this about the bucks playing the eagles they also missed a lot of plays that they're not going to have the what am i trying to say uh convenience to do against the lions mm-hmm. like they missed a lot of big plays that resulted in nothing because the eagles were are helpless but they can't do that against the Lions. They're going to have to catch those balls that are 12, 16, 8 yard plays that they just weren't doing against the Eagles. The Eagles never made them pay for it. So they're going to have to play a little bit better against the Lions, but six and a half? Six and a half? It's a lot. It's a lot. And we got uh, CJ Gardner Johnson quote if you, give, if you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. So Baker Mayfield took a little Ooh. bit of, uh, he t- felt slighted. And he said, I don't think he's really watched film because he mentioned Russell Gage. Russell hasn't played a snap this year for us. Got to do a little bit more film study. Ooh. Love it. A little feisty. A little shot back. Back and forth to start. I mean, what Jared Goff is doing is amazing. He's the first quarterback to win a playoff game against the former team that he had won a playoff game with. Got drafted for Rams. From? And maybe, yeah, that too. That too. Um, Dan Campbell. Oh, he's such a good Lion coach. games at home. The the scenes of them crying when they're winning is like the most the most sports thing ever. It's like, oh my god, I'm old enough to do this. Holy, sh- they did it, man. The Lions did it. So good. So you got the box. You need the box advance, or you just like them to cover? Just just them to cover. I think the Lions will four four points, five points. Bucks make it close at the end. It's a good team. It's not a bad. I mean. For an NFC South team, no offense. Um, excuse me, the NFC East. Let's talk about them on this board. They're they're the only division not represented. Yeah. So do you, do don't you know that? don't, yeah, don't just throw the NFC good for an NFC South team at me like that. I'll defend the <laughs> NFC South. I'm not scared of you and your NFC least. I know you're not. All right, make and a pick. We got to move on. We got to go to Chiefs and Bills. Make a pick. Yeah. Give me, give me, uh, they just, the Eagles couldn't get running. Give me, yeah, give me Montgomery and Gibbs to cover the spread six and a half. I think Antonio or uh, St. Brown will show up. I think 
yeah, I like I like the Lions to win this game. All right, the number three Chiefs are five six and a half. The the number three seeded Chiefs are finally on the road in the playoffs under Patrick Mahomes. He's never played an away game. Buffalo is hosting their second game at home. They beat the Steelers pretty handily. The Steelers kind of hung around that game, but the end result was 31-17. Mahomes is coming off a victory over Miami at home on some record-setting cold, negative 30-degree conditions. Now, they get to play in front of a, of a playoff Bills Mafia crowd. The snow, it's going to be snowing for three days leading up to Sunday. I expect more scenes of shirtless Buffaloians, Buffaloes. Whatever the citizens are called, Bills Mafia, Buffaloans, Bufflins, Bufflins, shirtless throwing snow up in the air after every uh, score. I think Patrick Mahomes, there is something to be said that he's never played a road playoff game. There's something to be said about how crazy the Bills are at their home stadium. Give me the Bills to cover this game. Kansas City does not have the weapons that they've had in years past. The Bills seem like they've they have been playing playoff football since December, mm-hmm. December first, late November, maybe Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Give me the Bills to keep this thing rolling. Yeah, I can't believe Mahomes is playing his first. Uh, that was a wild stat. First home road game. Yeah, you know how many playoff games? Like playoff. he's won thirteen playoff games. That list includes every single Hall of Famer whose career is twice as long as as Mahomes right now. Oh, man. And I really <clears> – like when I said I wanted the Lions win the Super Bowl more than the Cowboys, like after they got cheated, I, I, I really felt that. And I really want the Lions and Bills – I want the Lions and Bills to be the Super Bowl matchup at this point. I think that would be my top pick. I don't yeah. know what yours would be. Um, yeah, give me – Chiefs defense, though. And bad. The Bills, Bills defense is bad. And I feel like – Things got a little things got a little score. I did watch that game, Steelers Bills, a lot of it, and it got a little squirrely after that block kick. That yeah, it did, Steelers, get, it did get a little weird. But that's how Bills games Rudolph, are. They like are weird, and then all of a sudden, Josh Allen can throw the ball three times and score a touchdown. Yeah, and then Rudolph, Rudolph kind of looks kind of good in the second half against that Bills defense. Von Miller is definitely not Von Miller anymore. Um, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, like with my head, I'm gonna go Chiefs to cover. Bills in my heart, the Bills win. Maybe a two point win for the Bills. Okay. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you. If you missed any of the show, please download our podcast. We are Teton Sports Talk wherever podcasts are available. All right, trainer. That's it. And that's all.